1: unheard. This is March tenth and this is the show where we discuss news, politics, and culture from the perspective of Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism. The show's title, Don't Let It Go Unheard, is named after an essay by Rand called Don't Let It Go. The it in Don't Let It Go is the American sense of life, the sense that Americans know that they are independent entities, that they are not subservient to a totalitarian government, that success is possible that money is good, success and money and profit are good things, um, that there is no stratified class society, that anybody can come here and live the American dream. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Amy Peekoff. I've got cartoonist Bosh Faustin here in the studio with me. Good evening, Bosch. Hello, everyone. And tonight we are going to have an obligatory discussion about taxes, given that tax day is what, next Wednesday, luckily I've got that behind me. I'm so happy that that's already done. I suggest anybody who doesn't have it done yet, just do it as soon as possible. Grab a piece of software or something that makes it easy by asking you questions and get it over with because you will feel so much better. Um, I was listening to Yaron Brooke earlier today talk about taxes and, you know, of course, arguing vociferously against the idea that taxes are voluntary. You can find out that taxes are not voluntary simply by choosing not to pay them and see what happens. Just don't file that tax return and see what happens. If you are required to file a tax return according to the tax code and you do not, they will come and find you. It will not be a pleasant thing. But the other reason that I wanted to talk about taxes today is that it turns out there's been a revelation today, and I've got an article. Again, if um, anybody who knows my show knows that typically if you go to my blog at DontLetItGo.com, then you can find program notes for the shows that we do here at Blog Talk Radio. And I've got, therefore, at the blog links to all the different stories and things that we plan to discuss today. So one story that I have is from the Examiner, and I'm not being able to get it to scan. Oh, you're still hearing some music here, huh? <laughs> it should have turned off by now. There we go, completely off.
0: That was a better transition, though. Well, uh,
1: it oh, yeah. was a l- yeah, it was it was a little bit better. The um, you know, the faders here at Blog Talk are not exactly ac- exact. So I have got this article from the Examiner and. I am not able to scroll to the headline at the moment. I think because some crazy ad got in my face. Or is it that my computer's scrolling? Oh, no, there's my scrolling. So that is working nicely. Um, The headline was something to the effect that McCain was among the politicians who asked Lois Lerner to... Basically, make life hard for Tea Party groups. Yep. A Republican, John McCain. Yeah.
0: P-O-W to P-O-S. Yes. As I refer to him. Yes. And he's a statist through and through. Democrat. But he likes to be called Republican because he he probably can't be voted in otherwise in Arizona.
1: Right. Right. And and that's the whole thing. He wants to be called. I know that there is a campaign out there to try to get him out of there.
0: I th- I think it might work now, finally. You think so? Yeah. I
1: I mean, if if anything, this should really motivate the Tea Party people. It says Senators McCain and Levin. I guess Levin is a um, Democrat, so that's to be expected. Carl Levin. Oh, Levin. Sorry, I I always think of Mark Levin. Okay, so Carl Levin. Yeah. Uh, They together urge the IRS to target the Tea Party and conservative groups.
0: We know. I mean, we know one thing by the lack of uh, fire against the irs by the gop they were for what they did against Tea party because that's their competition right but mccain went there explicitly that's the difference they the gop did not fight the irs on this they didn't try to bring him in they, they didn't try to bring down lois Lerner, but he went there explicitly you know he's he's in bed with these guys
1: yeah I and mean, he what he is I'm quoting now from the Examiner article. It says, according to Judicial Watch officials, quote, a May 1, 2013 email exchange between Lois Lerner and other top IRS staffers revealed that 11 days prior to Lerner's admission that the IRS had, quote, inappropriately targeted conservative groups, she met with select top staffers from the Senate Governmental Affairs Committee in a marathon meeting to discuss concerns raised by both Carl Levin and Senator John McCain, that the IRS was not reining in political advocacy groups in response to the Supreme Court's Citizen United decision. Senator McCain had been the chief sponsor, of course, of the McCain-Feingold Act, and I went ahead and put a link to that just to remind everybody. And he called Citizens United decision, which overturned portions of the act, one of the, quote, worst decisions I have ever seen, end quote. So he basically was among the lawmakers urging the IRS to do things that would have the same effect as the uh, McCain-Feingold, parts of which, like I said, were overturned in Citizens United. John McCain is an opponent of free speech. A Republican John McCain, a so-called Republican John McCain, an opponent of free speech sitting in our U.S. Senate and a lot of people consider him to be a great politician and a war hero. He, is, he was encouraging the IRS to make it harder for Tea Party groups to get their message out to actually speak. And again, we've had a whole discussion on this issue of the IRS targeting the Tea Party groups in today's day and age where everyone is taxed to the hilt, it happens to be the case that if you're going to be able to speak, most people are speaking via tax-exempt groups, groups that are able to take donations and have special tax treatment status. And so if you do not allow groups with all the different viewpoints to have the same access to that tax-exempt status, that's viewpoint discrimination under the First Amendment, and that is wrong. And that is what Senator McCain was urging the IRS to do. So you can imagine, I mean, you start to realize why one of Ted Cruz's top priorities is to abolish the IRS. It's in part because of its ability to infringe on free speech, to engage in viewpoint discrimination at the behest of our politicians in Washington behind the scenes. I want to curse at them, but I won't because that's the kind of place that this is. Um, yeah. So, you
0: know, there's, um, there's also one thing about, uh, I think, McCain, something about the Tea Party, call him, you know, Wacker Birds and what they called Rand Paul. But something about uh, the history of John McCain when it comes to his military service, mm-hmm. that's even questioned now. Historically, people are saying he was not this mythical war hero that he's made out to be. Right. And everything he's done as a politician leads you to believe that there's some credence to that. He's such a rat. He's such a piece of crap that I doubt he could be a great moral hero and then become a piece of crap. Right. So there's there something smells there. That's all.
1: Yeah, so this is, this is just another reason that we are talking about taxes today because in terms of being able to get tax-exempt status if you are a Tea Party or a more conservative-type group that John McCain doesn't want to see get its message out – you, you definitely have John McCain and to you know thank what? for some of the delays in your application for tax exempt status getting name, approved.
0: His full name should be John McCain Feingold, yes. POW to POS. <laughs> but John McCain Feingold, POW to POS from here on out. Most definitely. He is anti-free speech. I mean, think about that. He made a bill, and the imbecile, Bush, signed it into law. He signed it into law. Yeah. Pummeling Free speech.
1: I mean, the stuff that the Bushes signed into law, as I told you, both Bushes uh, had to do with both the um, original legislation of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, and then the younger Bush passed and, well, actually signed into law the reauthorization of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. And basically, you know, what's happened in our country is. There is no federal fundamental right to education, but at the state level, some states had chosen to guarantee a fundamental right to a free education to their citizens. And the Supreme Court at one point said, well, if you're going to give it to some citizens, you can't discriminate against others on the basis of disability. So if you're guaranteeing a free education to everyone, then you have to also give it to disabled citizens without regard for cost. So then, of course, the federal government steps in and says, hey, you have to do it anyway. If you do it the way we want you to, we will give you some money. Here's some money with some strings attached. The both Bushes were responsible for expanding that program. There was an initial piece of legislation, unfortunately, signed into law by Ford in the... Um,
0: the interstatists, yeah. through it through. And they've been exposed by Obama more than ever. I mean, I think Obama really did us a favor in in that sense. He exposed them. They do not fight him because they don't want to. They want the power that he expended, right They want to put the claws into it right well, they and can't wait and this is
1: this is what makes kind of the power. candidacy of a Rand Paul or a Ted Cruz so attractive because both of them are explicitly strongly bucking yep. that trend. So
0: Anti-establishment. Yeah, we
1: will we will talk more about them. But just to make you feel so wonderful about the taxes, the, the day that is coming up next Wednesday, Wall Street Journal has a little piece just to remind us, because we already knew about statistics like this pretty much. Top 20 percent of earners in the country pay 84 percent of the income tax. The bottom 20 percent get paid by Uncle Sam. This is, as we compare tax burdens as tax day approaches. Um, yeah, the income tax provides nearly half of federal revenue. Other countries, they usually get only about one-third from income taxes. And I looked at the story earlier, but now the Wall Street Journal is kicking me off the story. I don't know, I guess while it was at the top of dredge, I was able to look at it, but I, look, I looked at the charts earlier, and it does indeed show you that the people who make the top 20% of income in the country pay 84% of the tax. Earlier today, when Your Own was talking about taxes, um, I liked. I, I basically I asked him a question in uh, in the chat during the, the show, asking about. The importance of balancing the budget versus, for example, getting rid of the tax code, right? right? Because what the tax code does is it has differential income tax rates based on someone's income, right? It is progressive, as they call it. Right, progressive tax. Progressive taxation. Uh, The other thing that it does all over the place is it encourages and discourages various types of behavior the latest and most obnoxious of which is obamacare in which you pay an extra tax if you choose not to Well a tax.
0: They, yeah. they it was a
1: tax. At first it wasn't a tax and then it's a tax as long as yes, John Roberts will exactly. pass you will uh, uphold it if it's a tax right um but you pay if you don't purchase an approved health insurance plan, insurance and in quotes, because it's not really insurance right. anymore. There is no such thing as health insurance in our country right. anymore. You buy a uh, health services policy is probably what the more accurate term right. for it is. And if you don't buy the approved one, you pay extra taxes to the IRS. This year, I guess it was on your honor. You just say whether you have a plan that meets the standards. But I guess as time goes on more, you're going to have to actually give them Detailed information about your health care plan, so who in the world wants you know be putting all this stuff on these forms? These forms are already as intricate as they are anyway, but yeah what is what does the tax code do? The tax code is time consuming and wasteful in terms of all the forms you have to fill out. All the deductions or the extra taxes that you have to pay either encourage or discourage various types of behaviors and so it distorts the economy. And own Brook agrees that, of course, while the long-term goal is to not have involuntary taxation at all, to have all taxes be voluntary, and there are ways to do this. Um, I don't think own got any calls asking him questions about it, but if you want to talk about it, you can call me, 760-888-5817, and we can talk about that briefly. But there are ways to have voluntary taxation that can pay for all the proper functions of government police, courts, and military. That's the long-term goal. In the short term, what do you need to do? There's still going to have to be some income tax revenue. And Jeroen basically agrees with Ted Cruz's idea, which is to simplify as much as possible and have a flat tax. And he says he doesn't really care one way or the other whether it's a consumption tax or an income tax like a flat income tax or a flat consumption tax. A consumption tax would be a lot more regressive than an income ta- a flat income tax. I assume that they would go for a flat income tax because it would be a lot more regressive. Why regressive? Because people of higher incomes and more wealth don't usually consume as much of their wealth they don't spend as much of it on consumption and people who are poorer will spend a higher percentage of of their income on consumption you know you could do a consumption tax where you exempted certain food items and other sorts of necessities so it wouldn't be quite as regressive right so there are ways to get around the regressiveness of a consumption tax and maybe maybe you want to do that but I I like the fact, I mean, I'm going to have to, next time I speak with your own Brook chide him a little and say, hey, you know, you like Ted Cruz's plan. Because, <laughs> you know, as far as I know, Rand Paul, although he believes in cutting taxes quite a bit, I'm not sure if he plans on abolishing the IRS.
0: See, the thing about Rand Paul, we don't know exactly mm-hmm. what it really means. Because right. he keeps saying things that I know he doesn't mean. Ted Cruz, I know exactly where he stands. The religiosity don't like it, but it's there. Right. Rand Paul will will pretend to be less religious and then push legislation for um, abortion. I
1: mean this is this is what I've decided. You know, all of them are religious and all of them are probably gonna do something about abortion now. Uh, there is a little bit of a difference. So, for example, I was I was looking up uh, Carly Fiorina. I started following her on Twitter because she's been saying a yeah, lot of good some, things.
0: Yeah, some good stuff for a politician.
1: But there is a clip, a video clip mm. from January of this year in which she was criticizing people in Congress for not voting on the pain, capable, unborn, whatever act, mm. you know, where basically I think that they wanted to – Restrict abortions from the point in time that we clearly know that the fetus is capable of experiencing pain. Now, that is probably not where I would draw the line if you were going to draw a line anywhere where, you know, you'd have to have it at least where the fetus would be surviving outside the womb before I could even be sympathetic. Um, but it is better to talk about that than it is to talk about life beginning at
0: conception. Yes, which so is what that Rand Paul wants. That abortion.
1: would that the implication of that would be all
0: Absolutely. abortion
1: at any stage.
0: And that's where Rand Paul he would not say that at his speech. He doesn't say explicitly. He says mm-hmm. behind closed doors in some kind of meetings and right. for 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 donors. So what I'm saying is uh, Cruz is a little more upfront about his positions, but he hasn't pushed legislation the way Paul has. So, you know, it's, again, I know exactly where Cruz stands. We know it. Uh, Rand Paul, I don't remember him ever saying Islamic extremism. or Radical Islam
1: is what he said. Radical Islam is what he said. I never heard him say that,
0: ever, ever. And I mean that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: ever until his announcement. That tells me that stinks.
1: Now by the it way, melts. I watched his announcement speech and I do have it for you to check out. Um it's on the blog at dontletitgo.com with all the program notes for today's show right there from YouTube. And I liked almost everything that he said in that speech. I really liked almost everything that he said. You know, he,
0: he ta- said some good stuff. He no he
1: he referenced God here and there and of course I'm not religious and he is and I, that's to be expected like I said all of these candidates are religious and then what they're actually going to advocate as a consequence of their religion in terms of policies yeah, will come out during the How debate. And then I have to make my decision, you know, okay, well, if you want to say that life begins at conception and you want to ban all abortion, that is going to play into my calculus when mm-hmm. I talk about who might do more damage to liberty right. during their term in office. If we've got a Fiorina and a Cruz who are saying, well, You know, there's these certain type of late-term abortion procedures where you've got a viable fetus. I mean, I don't think that any self-interested woman would wait around with a healthy fetus until the third trimester and not having aborted it at that point. It's
0: an emotional drain. And uh, remember Michelle Bachman said... You get a soda and you get an abortion in the shopping center. Oh, yeah. Michelle Bachman
1: was pitiful in one of the disgusting. debates. I have this clip of her from
0: this, is this a long is time we ago. Yeah, they, they need to like, believe that about uh, You go
1: grab with, a Starbucks latte and then you could get an abortion. There is no properly self-interested woman who would ever. treat an abortion so casually and as are, a decision. they are, it's a rare monster. So, you know, and and like it's I said... It's a very
0: difficult thing to do.
1: Rights belong to individuals. So if we were going to talk at all about curbing some sort of a late term abortion it would have to do with the issue of being individuated you have to you know rights belong to individuals so that's where i would do it so so when i'm looking at these different republican candidates i know they all want to do something to restrict abortion and you know the fact that rand paul is a co-sponsor of a piece of legislation.
0: And he mentioned that in his speech, right? No, he did not mention it in his
1: speech. Yeah, so let me tell you the one thing that he said in his speech, and he probably didn't mean it the way it sounded to me, but this is the one thing that I really disagreed with. Obviously, you know, I just kind of shake off all the, the stuff with God because that's, you know, again, our founding fathers, they would reference God too. Okay, fine. But he said... That if there was a piece of legislation, a law, that resulted in a higher percentage of incarceration of right. blacks, that somehow that should be repealed. Now, he can't exactly mean that the way that it is. No, he can't. Because
0: he's pandering.
1: There are certain. Blacks perfectly valid pieces of legislation i mean suppose it's just the case and it might be in certain areas of the country i don't know but suppose it's the case
0: there are more armed armed. there are
1: more armed robberies that are happen to be committed by blacks suppose that's the case so you're going to just go by statistics and then say the law that prohibits armed robbery is wrong so no he can't have meant that he must have meant if there is Something racially systemic in the law. Of course, if there's a racially yes. discriminatory, discriminatory criminal law, but if you have a properly, objectively defined crime, a crime defined without regard to race, and then you decide, oh, I'm going to invalidate the law because, because it happens be to be arresting. this case this year that there's too many black. I and mean, that that is bizarre. It's,
0: it's anti-crime.
1: So I don't actually believe that he thought that, but I have
0: seen why... Anti-crime fighting, excuse me.
1: You, you and, and this is the thing with him, right? He does... He gave a great speech. I remember seeing one picture from him giving that speech where he did have those clear teleprompters, so I think oh, he okay. was actually reading okay, we're, from a speech we're where his, his cruise is off says. the top of his head. Um. So I am...
0: So yeah. that makes it worse. Well, but, that, that, that he messed up that thing that bad. But
1: I couldn't imagine myself Reading that speech and and that part about the legislation and saying it and not kind of checking myself. I guess you you could be super nervous the day that you are announcing for your run for president. He handled it well. I mean, I really liked his talk. Yeah, he said some good stuff. He he said some wonderful things there. Uh, But oh, there is one other thing that I thought. Hmm. I I don't know if it's the best way to go. And he said,
0: "I hate my father. I am not my father's son." I'm joking Not exactly that yeah.
1: He said a lot of great stuff about foreign policy If you believe him Yeah, I don't Really good Really good I, I agree with the idea of removing like all that. the subsidies from the people I, around the right? world I like
0: that I like, I like the fact of rejecting countries who hate America Stop giving them more money I like that Right He's probably the only politician who has been explicit about that I like that Anyway, you were about to say
1: something. Yeah, and I was going to say something, and it comes back to, because we're kind of on a tangent yeah. right now. This is a little out of order from what I had planned, but it is Friday, and I'm a little we're, tired.
0: we was supposed to talk about something, but you didn't No,
1: well. and, okay. and, and it, it's about a tax uh, situation. So, you know, what makes me skeptical that Rand Paul wants to make taxes as simple as does Ted Cruz is this. He was talking about having economic development zones right. in the country. Rand Paul. Rand Paul yes. was talking about this. He was saying this is how we're going to... Isn't,
0: shouldn't it be every, like, the, the whole country? I mean, the entire country, but anyway. Right. I mean, just it's just some some special economic zones, right. <laughs> as opposed to the old zones, to right. so the anti-economic um,
1: zones. Yeah, he, so he was talking about tax things he wanted to do that basically made me skeptical about how much he wants to simplify the tax code. One of them is these economic development zones. And he mentioned, in particular, Detroit, which everyone knows really needs some help. Um, And he also mentioned, I believe, an Appalachian Mountain area in Kentucky, his state. where he was right. announcing, so yeah. and, and he, he, get, and, he rah, and he mentioned he mentioned he some, another place in the country that I can't remember, but
0: he, he got some applause for it, right? I'm sure he did. <laughs>
1: I'm, but you know, what what is the principle behind these? The principle is that whereas most people would pay a certain amount of business tax or whatever, you know, have certain hoops they have to jump through in order to start a business, if you are going to one of these economic development zones, you would have a lower tax burden and maybe different lower regulatory burdens and other things, which makes everything more complicated because some people get these exemptions and some people don't. So there's going to be a piece of legislation. And it'll be
0: up to Rand Paul right?
1: Right. If, they, right.
0: if they get it or don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It'll be up to him. Yeah. And it shouldn't.
1: And so, that's why, you
0: know, these economic zones, like the whole country should be in, you know I mean? Right. Freedom to trade, to do anything. I mean, I just. Right. I don't like the way you limits that and corners it. And says I'm gonna create that. That's something. I no, well, please.
1: and that's the thing. I mean, why? why, why not, yeah, I was gonna say, why not take the burden off of everybody, Get not just in certain areas? Way, so that doesn't sound so libertarian to be this refined about it. You know, the the more libertarian option would Robert, be
0: economic uh, development is always euphemism for government control of the economy. Yeah. Yes. But yes. It's economic development from a politicians' mouth. Oof. You I, watch out for
1: that. Yep. I definitely, definitely agree. So then um the other thing that he talked about that was a little bit of a red flag. So I actually I'm actually there was a few things I had quibbles on, right? The other one was he wants to give a tax break to companies who bring their profits back here from overseas. And he quoted a huge some odd trillion dollars of however much profit is overseas right now okay. and that we could bring it back and basically tax it. And then he talks about they want to use the taxes to build a bunch of roads and stuff throughout the United States. Like, this is not that's a crap. minimal government libertarian no. talking. No. And now, also the
0: road stuff. Enough with that. I mean, the reason why politicians love, love roads is you can't is look, your tax money look at it It's physically being something's done with it. Look at it. Wow, I mean it's something to right. really being done with it. Yeah. Please, enough. And sometimes I think they they take down good roads in order to show you, look, these are even better than the last good roads. Who cares? Enough. Those signs. Infrastructure.
1: What, what I, what I hate is when, you know, there's lanes on the freeway that you're uh, on that are blocked off.
0: For months.
1: No, years. <laughs> In California, uh, it has been years, for example. There's all right now for over a month. Various, no, but various parts of the five and stuff up to Los Angeles, and they have been blocked for years. Different parts of it. They keep moving but but, it's, but you know you it's you, also
0: to show they say show the taxpayer that we're doing things okay yeah. look we're do, doing something with the money
1: so you're pull, you're pulling your hair out you're cursing and you're in stop and go traffic crawling past this sign that says your tax dollars mm-hmm. at work right so this is traffic the kind of public public works projects that's what Remember rand that paul wants to do so yeah. when when he's talking this way it sounds like he's, he's so not mixed. really planning a very simple tax code, and he is talking about, and this is what we talked about last on the on the Tuesday show. He's talking about things that are super pragmatically possible right now. So right. For instance, he thinks that you could do this right now. You could pass that legislation. Right. But here's the thing:
0: if, do it because you can do it. Type, well, type thing.
1: and and think about this, oh. right? If if um. Mm. If a Ted Cruz like really like totally abolishes the IRS and really simplifies taxes, and of course, that simplification would probably include the some sort of lower rate to encourage businesses overseas to come back or something like that. Right. You would if you were that business and you had a bunch of your profits. Housed overseas right now in order to escape taxes, which I'm totally in uh, favor of by the way I'm sick of dredge when he has these populist uh, headlines. Oh my gosh. Apple is hiding money overseas yeah. good for <laughs> Apple I mean everybody should keep as much of the money that they earn as they possibly can so um, but But think about this right you're that company and one of two scenarios presents itself to you one is you know Rand Paul achieves this narrow compromise with the democrats and they say okay you know we're scaling back the amount and if you bring your profits back now you're going to get this tax break um what happens when the next batch of politicians come in you know because if you're a business it's not like you move back and forth overseas all the time it's just so easy for you to do now maybe it is maybe it is and you can just go back and forth and back and forth according to the tax code changes year by year. But I'm thinking you'd like to make a longer term decision and that you would have more confidence in the stability of the long term tax burden that you'd be facing under a Ted Cruz type scenario where he has Gotten rid of all that bureaucracy at the IRS entirely and stripped down the tax code so, so that I'm everybody's sorry. filling out that postcard. If
0: that actually happens, yeah. and if you think about this, if that actually happens, and a generation of Americans, that's the norm for them. Oh. You think uh, a new government hack can put that in, put that crap right back in? Absolutely not. We would. You know, fight it.
1: I I have seen.
0: That was an I, incremental thing to did, step by step by step to, to, to where it is now.
1: My grandmother and her sister, for some reason, had kept old tax returns from decades ago. And I'm, I don't think I even kept a single one. I think I ended up shredding every single one of them. But they were, at a certain point, mm-hmm. just filling it out on a postcard. And this was maybe 1960s, even maybe 1970s, filling stuff out like that on a tiny form. Yep. You know, the 1040 EZ form is pretty easy, but I mean, imagine it's just a little postcard and it's that way for mm. everyone. That's all so, you know
0: Americans would love it.
1: So, Yerone Brooke, as far as I can tell, if you're listening, you know, to either Rand Paul or mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, I would say that the person who gets closest yeah. to the interim tax policy, you know, the tax policy that would exist on the way to the ideal, the ideal is all taxes are voluntary, right? But... On the way to that, if we really, really simplify the taxes, some people in the chat room here were talking about a fair tax. And as I understand it, a fair tax is a variation on a consumption tax. And maybe it is, as I describe it's um, right it, has got some, it's got some exemptions in it <laughs> right to now, those, reduce please. the regression element you know? of it, right? right? But it's something that's more flat. Some people like the idea of taxing consumption rather than income because basically you want to encourage people to produce and have income and then you would like them to save more instead of spend more so there is some kind of tweaking of you know their behavior at that level and and no matter what you're going to do you know you're going to tweak behavior a little but the whole idea is to make the tax code as simple as possible so that you are not manipulating the behavior of the population via taxing this and not taxing that and giving exemptions here and that there so it would be very, very nice if uh, something like that would actually happen. Uh, so that's kind of our little segment on taxes where we have oh, filing by telephone.
0: Wow.
1: People would file by telephone. That wow. one I've never heard of. Yeah. Four years on the 405. Oh yeah, what a what a great book.
0: <sighs> yeah, just to, the, yeah, uh, four years on the 405. Remember the traffic hell cartoon? We
1: have oh, you know, I keep saying that someday you're going to draw yeah. this cartoon. So I have in mind that the politicians, the very politicians who are the most responsible for <laughs> blocking the construction of new roads or new lanes on the roads, because you know, they do this all the time, yeah. they say, oh, we can't have new roads because we actually don't want to encourage population growth. And in fact, we want to protect the environment. So we would rather vote knowing that all of you guys, I mean, you know, here we are in California. Because of politicians, we are uh, suffering due to drought because they didn't start any new water projects for the last several decades or so. And we are also suffering in traffic because they refuse to construct new roads to allow the construction of the roads required to handle the traffic. And, you know, they can't do any public transportation that's convenient like it would be in New York City either. It's just, just... the way Los Angeles is geographically laid out, you just can't do it. So they're making us suffer. So here's my kind of premise, and I want to have Bosch draw a mm-hmm. cartoon to this. Those politicians, assuming that there is like a purgatory or something like that, because, again, I don't believe in an afterlife, but in this situation it would be super fun if those exact politicians that have consigned us, condemned us, to traffic hell for an entire life, they should spend kind of a purgatory period, years and years and years. Infinity, Just actually go, go on a, yeah, I like yeah. it. Bumper to forever. bumper, bumper to bumper traffic on a big roundabout for, forever.
0: <laughs> yes, forever. <laughs> they cannot get out. And they're going too much. And they
1: out. and they should be told it two was because out. of certain votes that they made and while also, they were in office. Also,
0: there is a chance that traffic you know breaks and then it comes right back. You mean know? every every few centuries? You mean know? there's a, a moment where a traffic breaks for a second and then they, they think and then it comes right back every few centuries just to give you know,
1: give them a little tease. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually the worst though. That when you when you're driving and then the traffic uh, picks up for a few okay, seconds and, and you then, think oh here it goes nope stop again.
0: And it eventually gets to you. It, oh. it just does because you your your life is being wasted.
1: Well, and if you're a native Californian,
0: trying to make the most of it, you've Audio books it. and radio, but still.
1: Um, if you want to play a game and kind of uh, you know work out your frustrations against politicians in general, I mean, and think about this too, when we're thinking about politicians as we're discussing them this evening, that each of these people is running to be the person who is in effect collecting these taxes from you, who is forcing you to pay these taxes. This is the the figurehead of the person. So just think of Hillary Clinton holding the metaphorical government gun to you, deba- you know, demanding the taxes. Apparently she is going to announce on Sunday and if you go to the New York Times article that I've linked to, again go to the blog don'tletitgo.com, check out all the links. Um, The New York Times has attempted to make a super tasteful, attractive, kind of mysterious photo of Hillary Clinton and that she is going to announce for president, she's going to put some sort of video out there where she explains why she's running for president. So what I urge you to do is you can join the little game, and I started the game on the Don't Let It Go on Herd page on Facebook and it automatically posts over to Twitter. So you can go to the Don't Let It Go On Her" page on Facebook, you can follow me at Amy Peekoff on Twitter, and you can play the game why Hillary is running for president. Um, so over on Don't Let It Go, it's it's actually the way that I've shortened it for the you know you know how you do the little hashtag games? So this one is why Hillary's running And mine, my little volley, my initial volley is because it's a lot easier if she can pardon herself using only one device. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Basically, she's the one who's going to pardon herself. You know, it's so much more simple that way, just like it was so much easier for her to handle her email if she carried only one device and had it on a private server. Right. So, you know, yeah, that's why she's running. She'll be able to pardon herself for all the obstruction of justice than you know, the dereliction of duty that she has committed in her various
0: roles. She's a grotesque politician and I think it's just a five letter word, power in all caps. Mm-hmm. That really that's that defines her. She's a power monger. Right. She wants to wield it. Yep. Uh disgusting. And she'll you know, she'll you know, they uh she'll she'll take anything. If you, you think about it. The lack of self-respect, being married to that creature who cannot stay out of pants. I mean, he just he can't help it. He can't help be seen with pictures. Even recently with some young ladies, and he's there looking like he's about to have sex uh, in the orgy with them. Right. He can't help it. That's who he is. And she's like, well, it is what it is. So what? Don't worry about it. I'm gonna. I know they had sex once, though, right? I think.
1: Well, and actually, actually, the other one I was gonna have was.
0: Because she wants her shot at
1: having sex in the Oval Office. <laughs> That's right. That was that was the other <laughs> one, but I didn't post that one because yeah. that wasn't really for prime time. But yeah, <laughs> That's right. um, I just want to make one comment to our lovely people who are in the chat room sticking out with us. Uh, We do have a policy that if there are people in the chat room who use rather large fonts and things like that to draw attention to themselves, we often will try to use the blog talk feature of kicking them out of the chat room. But there are apparently people who are capable of overriding the functionality of it, and so we are unable to do that. We would, if we could, make your life a lot easier there, because you are our dear listeners and we value you here in the chat room. But just rest assured that if there is such a person that does hang out in the chat room, it is not through any lack of effort on our part to do that. So, um Just just thought I'd tell you that. Yeah, there, there are some people who somehow are technical wizards and uh, have the capability to, to do this. So, yeah, so Hillary Clinton is announcing, feel free to join the game of why Hillary's running. You know I cannot wait to hear that speech. I will probably be doing some sort of shredding of it on Tuesday just because I like to get my frustrations out there as well and just uh,
0: – She's so – I don't know. I, the, so the, uncomfortable in her own skin. The,
1: the idea of her winning is just completely
0: Well, she's an to what Obama did. Obama ran as the first black president. She'll run as the first female president. And uh, a lot of idiots <laughs> would will vote for her based on that.
1: There was a really good meme, and I think I retweeted it. I know I at least favorited it on Twitter. If I didn't retweet it, I should have retweeted it. But it was like that fateful moment when... Everybody who was once racist now becomes a sexist.
0: <laughs> yes. I like it.
1: And it was so that's
0: perfect. So and that's, so, that's her thing right um, now. Because someone, it was I, an I think awesome New Times tried to suggest that she didn't run as a woman last time, but now she will. It's like she didn't run as a woman last time. Yeah. I know what they're saying, but at the same time, so what's she going to say? She, she has to keep reminding us, I'm a woman. Oh, okay, I forgot. I, yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, she doesn't speak of femininity. There's nothing about her to say, wow, she's a woman. She's so feminine. No, there isn't. No. She has some, you know. Uh, certain uh, whatever, but...
1: We assume she was born with certain parts. Yeah,
0: we assume. <laughs> and we assume she had that child because it really looks like the worst of both of them. But anyway, that's me now. I'm sure she <laughs> had her child. No, no, no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah. I know she is her child because she looks like them. And they say, okay, this it's one time, it this is, president's supposed to have children, believe me, let's do it.
1: It is completely not necessary so they walk, they walk to insult them in this way because know, I'm going to have so to much me, to shred. You know, again, again, let me, for people who haven't heard me talk about this before, let me just ask you
0: this They're question. It's like disease. Keep okay. back.
1: Here is a woman who is so devious, and she's done the same underhanded crappy thing twice, which is this. Back with Hillary Care what was it, a couple decades ago or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Two decades ago. Um, over. So she was trying to foist some sort of socialized, big step toward socialized medicine on us way back then.
0: And she was a first lady.
1: She was a first lady. So Doesn't she, make sense. So she hands over to the Senate the so-called piece of legislation, and it's a just this huge stack, reams of paper, right? And no page numbers. So, yeah, they hand it over to all the senators, paper with no page numbers and bless the soul of phil graham he got his staff you know working on it and and the question that phil graham wanted to address when he went to the floor of the senate is he wanted to debunk the idea that there were no new taxes or penalties or whatever in this piece of supposed legislation and so bless his soul he gets a um scale he gets a big scale And, um, oh, um, by the way, someone's impersonating me here in the chat room now, so you guys, I'm sure you know that I don't spell my name that way, so just ignore. Um, In any event, um, so we get this huge... Blog
0: talk, very disappointing, blog talk radio, seriously. Definitely. Very disappointed you. You tell us that you can't do anything about this. Yeah, it's 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 lame. It's time.
1: It's time to maybe look for another platform if you can't even use the functionality of the chat room the way it's advertised. So, um, so the huge stack, a huge ream of paper, right? And he gets a scale out, and he says, okay, before you take any of the pages off, it weighs however many pounds, however many ounces. Go down a certain number of ounces, like pull off a certain number of ounces worth of paper, and there's the first tax. And then pull off another number of ounces, and there's the next tax, and boom, boom, boom. He goes all the way through. It's awesome. Now, she did the same exact thing recently with the emails that she turned over to the State Department. Remember, she congratulated herself for turning over. What was it over was it three hundred thousand emails? Or I can't. Yes, I was, yes. It was. It was no, some.
0: Right.
1: Somebody, and she. Oh, you're going. you You're going to get a rare look into the <coughs> oh, daily I'm life person. of a high-level government official.
0: Uh, she says it with the most enthusiasm. Oh. Mean, she just.
1: So guess how she handed over those emails to the State Department? Fifty-five thousand printed pages. Yep. That's how she turned over the emails to the State Department and made them public. Not in electronic form, searchable, blah, 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 blah. No. Now, of course, then the State Department could scan them and then use an OCR or whatever it is um, and convert it to something searchable text. But, of course, there's errors in that process and a lot's lost. You have to actually look through 55,000 pages of Paper because Hillary, yes, and yeah, that's, that's what it. that's exactly what she was doing. This is a woman who's running for president of the United States, yep. so no, just you know, in case you had any qualms about in her that.
0: mind, though, she thinks, Well, uh, look for who America voted in for, of course, they're gonna vote for me. He's a scum, I'm a scum. I mean, I can get in, right? Right, right. there's a precedent now, right. For the worst scum to ever be president, I can do it,
1: yeah, so um. Here in uh, – oh, yeah, so go again, if we go over to the program notes for the show at DontLetItGo.com. Thanks to people in the chat room for helping us out. I appreciate it. Um, the next stories are, you know, about the McCain and uh, Levin urging the IRS. Just keep in mind the rhino-type Republicans like McCain that this story breaking today about McCain urging the IRS to target Tea Party is a warning for those people who want to back, you know, the, conserv- the so-called Republicans right. who are like McCain. And I would put in that camp for sure Bush and Christie. 100%. I don't know enough yet about Walker and Rubio Walker to make the like judgment a, call.
0: He's like a mixed breed. Yeah. He's just half establishment, half semi-tea party. Therefore, you can't trust him in the end because he wants to straddle both worlds. That's a corrupt world, the establishment. But he can mingle with that pretty well.
1: We're he work. was
0: friendly with Chris Christie for, for a bit until Chris Christie betrayed him mm. and, and clearly blocked money from him in his in his campaign. Chris Christie. That's nice. Yes, because he knows that he'll be his competition. And by the way, uh, Chris Christie, a.k.a. Eater Eating, is going to attempt to come back. And think about that also. Come back? Come back from what? Meaning he knows he effed up. He knows he did. You yep. know what I mean? Why would he have to make a comeback? A comeback from what, right. Chris? You did nothing wrong, according to you, Right. Because he knows yep. he, he did something terrible.
1: No, he knows. And and Chris Christie, I mean, again, you know, the idea of somebody using traffic. You know, we were just talking about traffic hell a while ago. He was using that as a weapon. He weaponized traffic. And yeah, he weaponized traffic. And destroyed hours of people's lives on a political vendetta, what will that kind of person do with the power given to him as president? I would be How really
0: afraid yeah.
1: to find that out.
0: So no And he's, also he's an Islamophile, loves Islam, loves Muslims, appointed a Muslim. So what do you do if if, if, if if
1: it's Christie versus Hillary Clinton, you I don't, don't go vote?
0: Anywhere. Absolutely not. Absolutely I, 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 absolutely stay not. Absolutely I stay home. I stay home. Absolutely not. In good conscience, I, I couldn't
1: I just don't think I can do that. I
0: think. Because honestly, at that point, it's either or. Both of them are going to do major damage against us. Now, now if and I'll be a, an author, I mean, I'll be a part. I'll, I'll be a contributor today if I if I vote for one.
1: Now, else. if it's Jeb Bush versus Hillary Clinton,
0: I don't. I can't. You
1: might still. You couldn't.
0: I can't. I cannot. Okay. We saw what both Bushes did. We saw what they did to the country domestically and foreign policy. Yeah. Americans
1: no. with Disabilities Act uh, under the Elder Bush.
0: Read my list on the new, taxes. Islam means the peace. The new
1: Medicare expansion uh, under
0: everything. And also the prescription
1: drug part of Medicare under. Uh, allowed uh, the, younger the Bush. enemy
0: to go undefeated and grow. Mm-hmm. Allowed them to go undefeated and grow. Yep. Did not go after the major sponsor of terrorism on earth. No. Nope. No way. And the brother will be the same. He's allegedly the smart one. Please. Please. They're all idiots.
1: Yeah. No. It's.
0: Um, and of the Three course, Stooges.
1: well, and uh, Jeb Bush's foundation yeah. promoting Common Core. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he, This is ridiculous. He's sticking but. to his
0: guns. Oh, please do. Please. <laughs> please do.
1: Yeah. So, Rubio, I was going to tell you, I watched, you know, Rubio has not officially announced yet, but there is a video that is circulating of Rubio where Rubio is calling for, quote, a new American century.
0: No. And again, sorry. He's a politician. He is. He's promising a new American century, a single politician, meaning a president. That's not a president's well, job. No, I, he's not promising. I know, I know, he's calling for it. No, no. What I'm saying is enough with this crap. Enough with these kind of personal ambitions to, to redefine the country and make it. No, enough of this. Roll back, roll back, roll back, roll back. Don't tell us any more of these promises. Obama promised that crap. It was yeah. the same crap.
1: Well, I, what we'll need to do is we'll need to hear more. I don't more. trust him either.
0: He I was know. literally elbow to elbow with Chuck Schumer, John McCain with the immigration thing that Obama wanted. He was in there. He was in deep. He yeah. was part of it. Tackling well, we, with them? Yeah. No we, way.
1: We do need a rational immigration policy, but I bet it yes, was not coming not from that, those no. guys at that point.
0: And it, look, he yeah. he's better than McCain and the old guys, but he has been poisoned by being with them. The gang of eight, they called it. He's right. been poisoned.
1: But, you know, own said something earlier today, which I think is awesomely true. Um, I mean, first of all, that the field that is showing up is a much better field. No doubt. I anticipate the debates are going to oh, be no on more good issues, did. very more productive. And one thing in particular that own cited was the fact that a number of these candidates are at least more open to have a more open immigration policy. Yes. Particularly Rand Paul is going to have to promote that. Rubio, it sounds like uh jeb Bush probably oh I, jeb Ted, Bush, that's his life. Ted Cruz also is oh, yeah. very pro immigration, he although he it. was very against
0: that particular, Obama's
1: yes. amnesty mostly due, that due, due to legality pushed. now i I think you know the vehemence with which Ted Cruz was speaking out against it made him seem anti immigration and I thought it was kind of a bad but, choice, y- no, but and I wasn't really he's into really it nuts. but yeah,
0: look at his father. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right, clue enough. Right.
1: but I th- Yeah, I think in general he is for opening immigration a lot more. No, I don't think he's got Michael that. Michael Savage
0: condemned Cruz for his position.
1: On immigration? Yes. So okay. therefore you know there, it's yeah.
0: rational. That's right. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Um, but the thing, so the thing with Rubio, right, is I, I watched this video, and he didn't say anything bad, but he basically had one awesome idea that he kept hitting from different angles to where it got repetitive. And the one idea is that we do not want to be the first Americans to leave our children with a worse country than we inherited. And that's been kind of his signature point that he's been uh, saying in speech after speech, Rubio. right? So yeah, Rubio. And that is isn't. Awesomely sure. good Sounds good point um, He did say a few Good things about the amount Of debt and the takeover Of he the healthcare um, I think there were like three actual Substantive points he made other than the idea Of I, you know there's still look, Greatness in America him. and I, whatever look, I know I He's know.
0: better than Hillary he's better than them. yes I will say that if it's Hillary or him Please I don't trust him He's so insincere He's so insincere Okay. And every time he gives a speech, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it.
1: He didn't strike me so much as insincere. He strikes me as shallow. Well, yeah, well, that, that's, that's good, but that's, also insincere. So, but more of this is going to come. He's not, out. he's not as um, sharp
0: as the other guys.
1: Well, you we, say. Let Let's just say we're going to definitely scrutinize whatever they release as as time goes on here. Um, You know, like I said, Rand Paul, everything that he said, I uh, not everything, uh, most of what he said I really liked. I, I did nitpick earlier on a few things. One thing I loved, of course, being the privacy advocate that I am, is that the thing that he pledged to do on the very first day as president was to issue an executive order undoing Obama's executive order that permitted the bulk metadata collection program and it was so he even made a a good little funny joke so it showed you I think he was actually conscious while he was making his speech he says isn't this the, this is the point where we all light up our phones or something like that you know so he he made a funny hmm. while he did it but i obviously i really like that idea of just saying look you pledge on the very first day to undo this oh, i'm you pretty
0: made, you mean Cruz?
1: No, this is Rand Paul.
0: Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, but Cruz, he said that also.
1: Uh, Cruz didn't undo say. All the, well, the
0: he uh, undo all the
1: unlawful things. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't single out this one in particular. And, of course, for Paul, yeah, Rand Paul.
0: Cruz is saying all listening. of them. <laughs> I mean, sure. That's, I mean, he's basically all and of them. I, and, and I assume he and would it. And he's getting concrete about it, Rand Paul. I'm, this particular one, the rest are all good. No, but mm. that's what I'm saying. This smells Cruz said, "I'm okay. going to undo all his executive orders." Good. Good. Where Rand Paul said, "I'm going to do this one particular because this one bugs me. The rest are fine." I'm
1: just, I'm trying to be as positive at this point about Look, Rand Paul again, as possible. again. If it's going to be, like this if
0: it's going to be one of these guys, a Walker, a Rubio, a Rand Paul, if it's one of those, even if not Cruz, mm-hmm. we're better off. These guys are not going to hurt us as much, and that's where we are right now. We have to pick the guy who's going to hurt us least, and. um in terms of cruise, I mean, it's just I think he's he's ahead, I mean literally he's the first one to dive in, and uh, he's the leader right now, so we'll see anyway,
1: yeah, I know things that make my blood boil,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, definitely,
0: so I can't imagine being somewhere where you're loathed though you know I mean you are loathed, and to continue being there it's just you know the kind of self hatred you, you that you need, or
1: people that have nothing better to do with their yeah, lives right. than to be where they are and wanted to. Yeah, oh, that's true. Self loathing yes. yeah. Self
0: loathing. I think that's true. To know you're loathed and to you know keep going is just unbelievable.
1: For those, for those, in the, for those ego. in the podcast we have
0: zero having ego.
1: Having a little inside discussion here. Okay, so let's continue on. So you know the thing with Rand Paul that kind of came up this week, and a lot of people were. Scandalized was that Rand Paul was doing a bunch of interviews just like Ted Cruz did right after he announced. He went out there and went on a lot of the big uh,
0: shows. He's a little sleepy headed, though. He needs, you know,
1: well, and, he's and, a
0: little uh, tired.
1: Well, and then there were a couple women who. Yeah. He interpreted them as basically editorializing as they were asking questions. You can't
0: let it roll off from the way Cruz does. Cruz chuckles right. and goes on and is unfazed. Right. Rand can't be. Right. Now, I wouldn't be either, but I'm not a politician. As a politician, you've got to let it roll off you and you've got to get your point across. And he doesn't. He gets in the way of his own message, which is not good.
1: No, no, right. and and this is what Megyn Kelly was basically telling him, and some people were accusing Rand Paul of being sexist, no. and and Megan said to him, they're getting ready
0: for that. He'll yeah,
1: be. Megan, Megan said to him, no, no, I don't think you're sexist. You know, I I know that you know you're just doing it, but she says I do think that the accusation that you might be too thin-skinned to do this is perhaps a fair one, and she really. You know, she she was telling him basically. She says they're gonna pound you. She be saying, "Man up." Yeah.
0: Get ready. You're you're, you're in the big leagues now. Exactly. Enough of
1: this. Exactly. So she was nice to him. if he could,
0: with, could withstand it, it, it was good.
1: T- It was tough love basically for Megyn Kelly. But it, you know, it was interesting because when people on Facebook, some friends of mine were talking about this, they were saying. Oh, no, he looked really bad. Boy, she really ripped him. And I didn't think that he came off that badly during this particular interview or that she pounded him or anything like that. But she did make a legitimate criticism, and he did own up to the idea that he could probably handle this better and he's not perfect. Um, But he says at the same time he thinks that people would want to see him you know, reject the premise I of questions it. that are given to him, etc. I and appreciate et
0: it. Mm-hmm. As a human being, I appreciate because the crap they, they got to deal with these politicians. Right. But again, Cruz sticks on point. He chuckles right. at their comments yes. and <laughs> completely well, undercuts them. And,
1: and Megan was great because she says, she says, you know, your job is just to say the thing that you wanted to say, and I, you know, she right. says basically let it roll off you, no, that's, and you that's what to, that's what their job is. He wants to
0: be the most powerful man on earth. Right. You can't let these little petty things get to you. You can't, as a politician in particular, yep. as a as a you know average person. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to take this crap and maybe. But, man, he has to really – he has to toughen up. He is a little thin-skinned.
1: I am definitely interested to see how he's going to perform in the debates. I have sometimes been disappointed when I see
0: him off the speaking bag. off
1: the cuff. And that is not good because Ted Cruz is awesome
0: off You know the what, Ted Cruz, he's integrated in a way these guys aren't. He's not faking it. He's not saying things he doesn't right. believe. Right, right. Rand Paul, to some extent, is – Rubio, to, to to some extent, is, Rubio is, to some extent, and you could tell, you could tell when he speaks.
1: I was, I was watching some of the body language when he was making some of the assertions about foreign policy.
0: Grandpa. And I, believe it. I, I, I one, need,
1: yes. I need to watch the video a few times, but I think there are some indications that he's a little bit uncomfortable saying some of the things. But, you know, of course, he was very comfortable, and I'm completely with him on the idea of, Rejecting nation building, oh, yeah. that nation building just spreads our resources I'd love to hear more too thin of from and weakens us. Yes, and so this is why and it's good to have the Rand cutting Paul cutting funding and the,
0: off of the dictatorships. Yes, ADAS. yes, that's good.
1: And here's the thing: one of the questions that the you know one of the women that he got mad at that she was asking him was basically, "Have you changed your view on subsidizing Israel?" and i'm fine if he wanted yeah. to, if he says we're we're going to not subsidize anybody all around the world including because i've read articles that say that actually the way the system works right now where we help israel it's really not that much of a help especially right. given the context of we're also helping israel's enemies yes which we are so if we pulled all subsidies all of the little gifts that go around the world.
0: I mean, we give away, billions of dollars to the. We'd citizens, be better
1: off, and everybody else would I mean, be better that.
0: off as well. Billions of dollars—it yeah. comes back to us through bombs, yeah. and murder, blood, you know, blood, death, and destruction.
1: I have a, a couple articles talking about Ted Cruz this week. Just know out there that there are Republicans who are saying, "Oh yeah, you know, Ted Cruz—he's raising a lot of money, but." Mm-hmm. He's, he's not matched to defeat Hillary the way no. that some other candidates and this are. And there's is a
0: guy who clearly has a pet candidate who is not Ted Cruz.
1: And then, uh, I didn't even link to it, but Weinstein over at Daily Caller... No. He had he had an article basically saying okay these are the only four that could be the nominees so just if you if you like anybody else if you like anybody else you are an inferior person (laughs) and of course those four people no it's true I'm I'm doing body language I wish you could see
0: right now his name is Wine right Wine
1: yeah Wine wine. Weinstein like W H I N E yeah 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 yeah, I like it um but it's um of course it is only. Jeb Bush, that's right. Chris Christie, are they officially in the Marco Rubio, are they officially or the... Scott Walker. Yeah, are, are those are the only look, four that could possibly get the nomination, according look, to him. Look, and if you Mr. want Warren. anyone else, you are inferior. Yeah, let me ask
0: Mr. Warren, Are any of those officially in the race? Just officially? Well, Rubio will be in a couple days. In a couple. No, yeah. but are they? Are those four that he said officially in the race, making money, going out with their with their proposals? No, no. they're not. No. And that's what I'm saying. Just forget about those who, are, who actually dove in, took the big dive. Just don't worry about those, but worry about the other guys who are conventional and just cheap politicians. Now, Rubio, on some level, if you put it between him and Walker, I, I do prefer Rubio. I do. He's a little more libertarian, a little more, more towards Ted Cruz's angle. Walker, I got a little problem with him. I really do. I think he, he's pretended to be something that he thinks he has to be, that, and that he's not. Certain uh, his immigration thing, uh, a position I think you know conservatives quote unquote like right. it. So he pretends that he is what he's not. Uh, Common Core, he did allow his state to to uh, what was to uphold it or what was it?
1: Yeah. Okay. So basically, right now they are keeping the pledge to have the Common Core in the state of Wisconsin, but he's trying to let the individual school districts decide. Right something about how much they want of it or something. So how they can kind of toe that line, one, I don't know. Also, because basically Common Core is something that comes, it's federal funding that comes with strings attached. And if you don't act according to the strings attached portions, then you lose the federal funding. So how he thinks that he can, you know, pretend like they still have Common Core in the state and yet give more freedom got no problem to not adhere to
0: And that's a problem. Well, he, no problem. He, he the wants, court, he no wants problem.
1: the money. He wants his state to be happy with him yeah. as a good. You know, it's just like uh, you know, Chris no, Christie no. wants to and keep, now. And basic. actually, you know, I was looking at um the Medicare expansion, and the Medicare expansion right now, a hundred percent is coming from the federal government, and then after several years it's still 90% of the funding is going to come from the federal government. So they're very eager to have the single-payer, yeah. the Medicaid expansion, be Absolutely right. because of the federal government. They want also, everyone to be at the cheat, you know, so to speak, of the
0: Walker was, federal government. Uh, during the defunding effort, Walker was cold to Ted Cruz's efforts and to the Tea Party itself. He was in an interview with some mainstream ABC News. I remember that bugged me. Uh, he's not... Uh, He'll he'll dismiss Tea Party if he thinks he can, if, right. he, if he thinks he can, and I don't, I don't like that at all. Good luck, yeah. good
1: luck. I mean, again, I would think that the story that Judicial Watch released about McCain putting pressure on the IRS luck. to go after Tea Party. You're right. He
0: represents more. He represents the, of the rhinos. Party, right, absolutely, right. the establishment. Yes. They did nothing for this. They did nothing against that, against that attack. On the D party, nothing, because that's a competition. Exactly. And McCain was explicit about it. I mean, but now we find out.
1: There's some people who actually want to cut off the gravy train in Washington.
0: Imagine, that. Imagine
1: that. So some uh, other good news pieces that I put just at the end of the program notes for today's show, we'll go ahead and finish with those. And one is, by the way, nobody called to actually ask a question the whole time. So okay. But thank you everyone who has been I here in the it. in the chat room. We really do Always. appreciate it. Um, what do we have for good news stories here? One, thanks to Rob Abiera is Walter Scott's family asks Al Sharpton to keep his, quote, circus away from the funeral. Now, this is a case of actual police abuse. Oh,
0: yeah. Clear abuse of power.
1: You've probably even seen the videos or at least an image. Here is a police officer shooting multiple times at a man who has his back turned away from the police. Um, the guy who was killed, knows, I understand, was a family of uh, had a family of four he was no, his he father it no him
0: at that moment, whatever they went through, he shot him in the back eight times, and that is just and his family's saying, "Get the hell out of here,
1: they don't want to make it another Ferguson, so
0: he's losing his pole shot, which is awesome.
1: It's it's really nice to keep away that. But of course they're all gearing over to you know, we're all gonna go from being racist to oh, now yeah. being sexist. So yes. it's time That's now. That's right. right. You
0: know, Sharpton you, you you know, you had your day. You know, so it's now over. It's, it's like Gloria
1: Steinem's uh, time, right? <laughs>
0: right. Is she still around or is she dead or I don't, I don't even know. Or, I mean seriously, no, no. I don't even know. Who's
1: the who's the attorney who always keeps coming and representing a oh, woman? It's not Steinem. No. Is it Steinem? All red. All red. Uh, I'm thinking of all she's red. I'm sorry. She I'm thinking all, of all
0: red. I mean, so she's a red.
1: Basically, it goes from Sharpton, you know, and, and Jackson and all of them. That Nada, is funny. Now to all be red.
0: The, she'll be the guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she'll be the advisor.
1: Um, what's her name on MSNBC? Uh, she's probably going to become Mad Love. Cow? Yes. Yeah. All All the women. The view, they'll have to keep the view, because we need a women's perspective uh, when we have a woman running for president, then, right?
0: Of course, if she if does get, become president, if that nightmare does happen, all of a sudden women are mistreated worse than ever. Right. Especially during her, her presidency. And they say, well, you know, uh, no, but they will do that like now, like now in terms of the race relations.
1: Another kind of little whimsical story that is a borderline piece of good news. It kind of depends on how knowledgeable about the particular topic you think this guy is. There's a guy named Ray Kurzweil, who's a Silicon Valley inventor and futurist, as they call him. And he has successfully predicted uh, quite a number of developments. Uh, technological developments and, and scientific advances. And at the same time, he also, I guess, was the inventor of the flatbed scanner, among oh. other things. So that's really cool. Yeah. And apparently what he is saying, although the Financial Times decides that it doesn't actually mm. want to, display right. the article that I linked to. Um, this is so weird. By continuing, you consent to cookies on your device, et cetera, but it's still not giving me the article that I linked to. I read the article earlier and in essence he is saying that we're going to be able to expand our lifespans, maybe even stop the death process significantly within ten to twenty years. And he talks about the fact of, you know, a lot of recent research that has resulted in the ability to manipulate some of the genes that have to do with aging and things like this. There are a number of people who are rich and smart and motivated in Silicon Valley right now who are part of this movement to either significantly curtail uh, aging or avoid death altogether. And so that article at the Financial Times that I linked you to, again, go to my blog at DontLetItGo.com, is another one of these where you have a man who has been sort of at the forefront of predicting future trends, future advances in technology and science, and even invented some of them, that he uh, is predicting 20, 25 to 30 years they one, might be able to stop death. What science
0: fiction years ago is now science. Yes. And the same thing here. It sounds outrageous. sounds unbelievable. But the way we're going, I mean, the way, if, again, imagine if we got government out of the way, though. Imagine that. Imagine medicine in that kind of world, a freer world. Imagine that.
1: Oh, I hate when those sites, you know, you try to do the the back in the browser, and then it keeps yes. going to the same site again. It's Some of them are very, okay. very mean that way. So I do warn you, when you go to the Financial Times, it's full of little pop-ups and lame things. I'm sorry about that. So the last article is thanks to Jonathan Honig over at Capitalist Pig. And... It is this. There's a place called the Fountainhead, a little bar that has opened inside of the SOFA market. It says, Urban Design Literature Come Entrepreneur Thang Do, I guess is the name of the entrepreneur, managed to dovetail his chief interest in his latest project, an architecture-themed bar in San Jose's ascendant sofa district. I don't even know what that district is. I am so out of touch with San Francisco. I need to go visit. It says, every cocktail at the Fountainhead, which is named for Ayn Rand's novel about a stoic, if not insufferable, architect, Mm -hmm. pays homage to the profession. uh, Okay,
0: first of all. Insufferable to Peter Keatings.
1: I don't think he's stoic. I think he's motivated and strong. Not completely stoic. Uh, Insufferable? Come on. Yeah, to Keating. Or or, or to anybody who can't stand the idea of this living example of integrity. Correct. You know, it just, it reminded me of the, um, when John Allison came and gave that talk at my school. You know, you get to see this successful, articulate person speaking to people and, you know, basically telling them he is not apologetic at all about his success. Right. He knows that he deserves his success. That and it just, puts awesome just having that kind of that is to some people they describe that as insufferable and he is not microaggressive too. Though, you know yeah. the the idea that that's uh, like a John Allison is yeah. somehow self centered in some unhealthy way like a narcissistic type way. Not at no. all. There is not a shred of that. He is so unassuming. You know, very southern in his manner and polite yeah. and nice and approachable. Um, He doesn't have as much patience for the same lame arguments over and over again, maybe, as he did have at a certain point, because he's been around speaking and people come up with the same arguments over and over. Uh, You know, if you democratically... Uh, vote for slavery, you know, I mean, that's not exactly right. what they say, but that's in effect what they yeah. say You know, you know, was talking about earlier if we all voted for involuntary taxation doesn't that make involuntary? voluntary? Right. Um, not everybody voted for it, but you know if a majority does then hey, the majority you know, rules, right? screw the minority yeah. so um, But yeah, you know here this idea that Howard work is inseparable so Let's not look at the language of the article. Let's just look at the fact that it is reporting, which is that someone's got this cool architecture-themed bar called The Fountainhead and that the drinks are also paying homage to the profession. They say, it's all true to theme, says bar manager David Ma, the mixologist who worked with Doe in creating an inventive menu that translates the bar's aesthetic into liquid form. One version includes esoteric but informative descriptions of the architectural inspiration for each drink.
0: Are some glasses uh, shaped like skyscrapers and I mean, are they? Uh,
1: you know, I don't know. I don't see any glasses. Yeah, All I see I see the sign that says the fountainhead and I see a whole bunch of bars but no pictures. But next time you go yeah. to San Francisco, maybe drop in, oh, get a drink. I think I would like to do that myself. That's a place to go, yeah. I think it would be a great time. And it's just a good sign to see stuff like this out in the culture. So thanks, Jonathan, for passing that along. Now, what is this? We have someone testing here in the chat room. I think the chat room is probably working okay. It's just, you know, every so often somebody comes in and tries to impersonate me or Bosch and says outrageous things that everybody who knows us knows aren't true.
0: And also while we're talking, we really can't type you know, while we're speaking, we really can't type, you know, as we're speaking, typing and, and posting. Well, in the
1: chat. and actually, I will always tell you if I'm going to post something in the chat. Well, not always, I guess not. But you see me, right? You know, I've got my little highlighted you, you know. name up there on the right, and I spell it P-E-I, so that's easy. How somebody could come in and actually get Bosch's spelling, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's because Bosch's handle on uh, Blog Talk is what? Uh, things that make my blood boil, yeah, right? Things that make yeah. My blood so boil. Bosch's actual handle on <coughs> okay. Blog Talk so is me. is not Bosch Foston. So, so if you, you see somebody on Bob Blog boil, Talk who's me. going
0: around as Bosch, that's
1: just not him.
0: I'm sorry about that. That was me.
1: Oh, that was actually you. That's right. Yeah, I can definitely go to this and turn it off. You
0: want to mention the uh, no contest or not? Excellent.
1: Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Um, Daniel in the chat room says, the show was so captivating that the crowd was silent. (laughs) uh, I'm pleased to hear that. I'm hoping that we did provide you some, some value, just a little bit of perspective on these candidates. The short news is I still see Ted Cruz as, for me, the one I would be most likely to support, and I was pleasantly surprised to see how well he's fundraising. And I'm amused at... Certain Republicans attempt to poo-poo his candidacy at this yeah. stage of the game, and it's pretty lame it what they're doing. Because, because again, if, if you actually believe that you want to move towards a limited government type of model, Cruz is, is one of the two best that and we see in the, the field right now. the
0: Cruz also mm-hmm. outs them. They're not into that. They don't want to roll back. Yeah. Look, like, uh, the, the status quo is fine.
1: Fiorina seems solid. She's saying a lot of good things. Yeah. I want to hear more from her. Yeah. She does oppose at least certain types of abortion, just like everybody else. Rand Paul sounded very promising in his speech, but I want to see how he's going to handle himself on his feet in the debate, particularly My. on Foreign policy, and it's going to come out you know, that he believes life begins at conception and that he's going to try to push that, the ideal, which is the really? ex- most extreme.
0: The form. idea will be that the first two guys to dive in will be the last two guys, and they'll go to knock down, drag out fight, and make the best man win. I would love to see that. Cruz versus love Paul.
1: Cruz versus Paul.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, then they team up. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, usually
0: that happens. Yeah. You know, that happens if it's a bottom. Okay, guys. Uh, so, yeah, Cruz
1: Paul. Okay. I think I'm not sure if I did. I meant to share on Don't Let It Go Unheard, um excuse me, on Don't Let It Go on my blog. There was an article that Rob Abiera brought over to the Don't Let It Go Unheard page on Facebook and it was about a prominent libertarian in Iowa who went from supporting Ron Paul and maybe right. potentially Rand Paul to over Ted to Ted Cruz. Cruz. Yes. Yes. And he was basically talking about the fact that he believes Cruz is for real, that he's genuine and in all the interactions and everything that he's seen so far, yep. this guy is the real deal, so to speak. And so it's good to see that kind of thing coming from the libertarians. Also. Weinstein and these other
0: guys. Ga- John Ga- Johnson. Don Ga- Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's supposedly going to run again. You no, know, Don Ga- Johnson. Uh, what's his name again? Don Ga- Johnson? I forgot his real name, actually. Uh, Gary. Ca- Gary. No. You know, like, like the guy in the team, team America, Gary, <laughs> Gar- Gary yeah. Johnson. No, but uh, uh, uh Gan Johnson is gonna run again. Right now, he's the CEO of a uh, medical marijuana. So right now, he's he's selling weed right now, but he wants to be president also. And he was the guy who had that pathetic, pathetic Iran commercial, if you recall. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Basically, it's it's come on, let's be uh, more or less, let's be friends. I, I think it was so embarrassing. And that buried him, I mean, even people who support him aside get out of here. it was it was Obama esque
1: Now I see this little uh, chat room test of d n two. I just wanted to tell you that however you're putting yourself there in the chat room, if I wanted to kick you out, I could. so if your goal of your test was to see if you could create a persona in the chat room that I was not able to have the option of kicking out, that you did not do, but you guess I guess you were able to change your name. So that's an interesting thing. Now let me see the other, the the Dan Norton one. Okay, the Dan Norton one is one that I'm not able to kick. So whatever you did for the Dan Norton one, uh, that must be whatever this other did jerk is, is doing. Oh, gosh, I did not mention the very, I, at the very top of the program notes for today's show, I have a link to, hmm? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. What? Yeah, yeah. No, at the very uh, top of the link. Uh, excuse me, at the very top of the program notes for today's show, there is a link to a Breitbart post, a post over at Breitbart where they have announced the finalists for the People's Choice Award for the AFDI Muhammad Cartoon Contest, and you probably won't be surprised to learn that our own Bosch Boston is a finalist in that competition. If you go there. I don't know why Breitbart did this. I have my suspicions. Me too. Because, you know, Bosch had his little thing with John Nolte at Breitbart. But every single other finalist there, if you click on the piece of artwork, you actually get to see a bigger file, nice and clear. It just so happens that with Bosch's piece, which I happen to think is the best, you can call me biased or not, um, if you click on it, you don't see it very big. Hmm, it looks kind of blurry. Hmm. Yeah. If you go over to Bosch's blog at faustin.blogspot.com, you can actually see the graphic big. You can also see it in larger format on the "Don't Let It Go On" her page on Facebook or on Bosch, you know, That's Bosch's Bosch's own room. profile. But yeah, if you guys would vote, and the way you vote for Bosch is by going to Breitbart. And just leaving a comment. I you, think, I think yeah. And one. well and it, it's funny, at first they said, Well, vote at any of these three right. places. And then it seemed that Pamela Geller was telling people Back to, to go work. to Breitbart to vote at Breitbart. Yeah. So if you can go to Breitbart dot com if that's you haven't point, already and just leave a comment saying that you vote for him you know, assuming that you do agree with me that's that like his piece it. is take, the best. Take a look at it. Yeah. Decide, you know, if you agree with us. But to me, his piece encapsulates the whole reason that you need a Muhammad cartoon contest in in the first place. So if you like it, you like how it was executed, the concept, everything else as much as I do, I think you'll zoom over there and vote for it. So thanks everyone who has done that. Thank
0: you very much. Emma. And really thank you it.
1: for being here this evening with us. We really appreciate it uh, for listening and everything. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. Yeah. On Tuesday, we'll I'm, have I'm liking this. The, the twice Two, a week stuff? Yeah,
0: Tuesday, Friday, yeah I'm really I think
1: twice it. a week is a good rhythm. Like I'm, a I'm enjoying it. So Everyone, have a good evening, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Let us know what you
0: think, listeners, also. Let us know what you think.
1: <laughs> I thought it was selfish, yeah. Thanks Thanks for voting, everyone. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.